You're listening to the On the Go with VAO News podcast for the week ending February 12th, 2016. Hello and welcome to our weekly recap of the top headlines from this week's daily acquisition news. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Bill Olver, VAO content developer and senior news writer. And I'm Dara Curran, content developer and fellow news writer. The White House's fiscal year 2017 budget request proposes some significant actions to strengthen federal IT management, including a 1.3% increase to the overall federal IT budget, boosting that to $89 billion. The budget proposed funding to develop digital services teams at 25 departments and agencies and laid out plans to expand the category management initiative into the areas of software, telecommunications, and IT services. The president also wants to increase participation of cutting-edge IT firms in the federal marketplace by improving outreach with contractors and strengthening the skills of the acquisition workforce. The administration is expanding a feedback process where vendors can rate their experience in dealing with federal contracting, continuing to make IT investments to improve vendor engagement throughout the contracting process, and launching a pilot to identify additional ways to reduce vendor burdens. The budget also includes a request for a $3.1 billion Information Technology Modernization Fund. Managed by GSA, the fund would help agencies get a start on some $12 billion in IT modernization projects needed over the next decade. Projects would be selected by a team of experts and prioritized based on scale, impact, and the extent to which their success lowers overall cybersecurity risk for federal IT systems. Also new this week, the President issued the Cybersecurity National Action Plan, which sets out a multi-point strategy to strengthen information security protections. Now, this is a truly multifaceted plan. Starting with the public, it's going to ask citizens to secure their accounts by adding additional verification steps to their accounts with major tech firms like Google, Facebook, and PayPal. Now, as far as the government is concerned, the plan calls for a public-private committee to make recommendations on bolstering cybersecurity in both of those sectors. This will be called the Commission on Enhancing National Cybersecurity. The plan also creates a new Federal Chief Information Security Officer, or CISO, to serve as the government's lead on cybersecurity strategy and policy. The CISO, who is expected to be appointed uh, within the next 60 to 90 days, will be responsible for overseeing cybersecurity management practices, budget priorities, and implementation. The Commission will be tasked first with coming up with recommendations to protect systems and data, integrating cybersecurity as a foundational element in cloud services, and boosting the cybersecurity workforce in both the federal government and private sector. More than $19 billion is earmarked in the President's budget request for cybersecurity, a 35% increase from last year. The Senate has introduced legislation that would improve the government's real property management and make it easier to get rid of unneeded properties. The measure would require agencies to maintain a current property inventory, which would include cost information and the role each property plays in the agency's broader management plans, task the Federal Real Property Council with developing property management guidance, and allow agencies to retain the net proceeds of sales, which would either have to be used to continue disposing of underused properties, invest in federal buildings personnel, or put towards reducing the deficit. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee unanimously approved the legislation this week, which allows it to advance to full Senate consideration. 
continuing with its really extensive preparation activities to smooth the upcoming transition from networks to the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, telecommunications contract, the General Services Administration has completed an initial inventory of services currently on networks, WITS3, and other regional contracts, which it has put out to agencies for them to confirm and work off of themselves. GSA identified some 7 million service instances that have to be transitioned to EIS before the current contracts expire in May 2020. GSA has requested that agencies download and review their transition inventories, letting GSA know if they have any additions or corrections, and continue to develop their individual plans for the transition. The Defense Contract Audit Agency has issued guidance related to Section 893 of the Fiscal Year 2016 National Defense Authorization Act, which basically puts the kibosh on DCAA helping any non-defense agencies unless the Secretary of Defense certifies the incurred cost audit backlog is down to less than 18 months of incurred cost inventory. The guidance specifically states, DCAA will cease work on any in-process assignments that are 100% reimbursable and will no longer accept requests to perform these types of audits. DCAA will handle a contractor proposal that mixes DOD and non-DOD contracts as follows. If DOD is the cognizant federal agency establishing the indirect rates, DCAA will handle rate recommendations and the audit. For direct costs, any non-DOD costs requiring more than a minimal effort are off the table. If the effort is minimal, the team may choose to handle them. DCAA can, however, continue to provide non-audit services, such as requests for specific cost or rate information and negotiation, litigation, and investigative support. Hopefully, this is just a temporary situation. <laughs> DOD is considering revising the DFARS to help ensure that independent research and development expenses are consistently evaluated during a competitive source selection. In an advance notice of a proposed rule, DOD explained it is concerned about situations when development price proposals are reduced by using a separate source of government funding, which would allow the competitor to gain a price advantage in a specific competitive environment. The contemplated revision would require offerers to describe in detail the nature and value of prospective IR&D projects on which the offerer would rely to perform the resultant contract. DOD would then consider that reliance and adjust the total evaluated price to the government to include the value of related future IR&D projects as part of an apples-to-apples -apples comparison for evaluation purposes only. Comments on the notice must be received by April 8th, and DOD also plans to hold a public meeting on the matter on March 3, 2016. Federal Computer Week has announced the recipients of its 2016 Federal 100 Awards, which recognize exceptional contributions to the way the government acquires, manages, and develops information technology. Some three-quarters of the winners are from civilian and defense agencies. The complete list of award recipients can be found in the publication's website, and those awardees will also be honored at a gala on April 7th in Washington, D.C. So well done, you guys. GSA has opened a version of its acquisition gateway up to the public this week, part of an overall objective to provide transparency of the federal buying process, and also because the gateway's launch garnered a lot of attention from a wide range of parties, from just regular old citizens to state and local governments to contractors and consultants. Now, of course, GSA has been very careful to ensure that they are protecting private interests, government operations, and security and so forth in doing this. So things like actual contracts and access to them, 
prices paid, and community discussions. Those will only appear on the government version, but the public side will allow access to news and event feeds, articles that have been curated for specific categories, the statement of work finder, the TechFAR hub, and it will also have the contribute and share button enabled for people who have comments or maybe want to offer help or their expertise. Hmm, interesting. Now you have been poking around in there. Yes, now that they've opened it up and stuff, I've been I've been noodling here and there. So uh, they do have a little intro video on there to set out the ideas of category management and leveraging collective buying power to people who just are wholly not even familiar with those concepts yet. But, you know, I started tooling around in some of the nitty gritty. It looks promising. I mean, first off, I noticed the interface, it's really nice and clean. And I know maybe our listeners are like, oh, big whoop. But actually, that's a huge deal. And Oddly enough, something I find a lot of organizations get wrong. I'm not even talking about government here. We're talking about private sector businesses, press websites. Oh, you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, you get a bunch of scrolling and tiling and the, the old flash and iframes. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything is, is very busy. It's hard to find stuff. Uh, it's mm. hard to navigate. Mm. You know, a little mouse click and off you go. Who knows where you end up? Uh, you know, if you click on the wrong button somewhere or just on the wrong space on the page, that's it's good that their their navigation is clean. The first thing I noticed, I was like, there are nice clean blocks. They're well delineated and well separated. And, you know, particularly as a dyslexic person, I say hurrah to that. But it just <laughs> was like you can easily see everything right in front of you that you would be going into the gateway for. And I was like, well, that's, you know, that's great. Now, if you go into an actual hallway, um, first off, you get a nice little summary at the top of the page of what the hallway encompasses. You can even see that actually out on the main page without going in. That makes for even more efficient navigation. You can kind of click and it expands the description uh, so you know what you're, you know that you're moving into the right spot that you want. So if you're under an IT item, for example, it'll expand and show you the little list of the things that are actually within that. In the center are featured articles. Um, so if you hover over them, you get a, there's a tiny little succinct summary of what the topic is will pop up. And so you can just see in one quick sentence whether that uh, whole document is actually pertinent to you and your needs or not. Oh, that's that's actually very cool. So it's that saves a lot of time sifting through articles that have hits based on search terms, but might not be relevant to what you're looking for. Right, exactly. And so this really summarizes the thrust of it for people. Okay, let's say you're interested in buying. You can use a set of filters in that hallway, right? There's a very clear little menu for that. Um, you, you click on your agency, the category and subcategory you're, you're shopping for, and it'll just show you, first of all, a count of how many vehicles are available that could maybe supply what you need. And then if you ask it to display them, takes you to another page. It shows all the details in a nice clear table form. Uh, it also lists like who it's available to, terms and conditions, what the relevant fees are, who manages it. If you want to buy something, there's a big button you can just click on within that table and then bam, there you are on like the relevant page. Nice. So it actually sounds very intuitive. Yes. Uh, and you and I, you and I quip about this so much because <laughs> we do, we look at so many websites in the course of, of covering the news. And, you know, some of them are very, I mean, there's hundreds that we cover every night and some of them are just an exercise in frustration. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Actually, you know, and even, I mean, I like FedBizOps, but it's got so much in there and it's a bit hard to filter out. Like you're, you're still often wading through hundreds of records, even though you know what you've gone in there for. And, you know, so this is, this is working nicely and cleanly. And, um, you know, for actual our actual clients who are listening to this, <laughs> there is something called the project center. And when you go in to the gateway homepage, it's, it's, 
bam, right there in front of you, smack in the middle. And this essentially acts as like buyer's buffet plate, if you will. Okay, you get this empty project center, your plate, and then you can go and you serve yourself um, from what's on offer. You go pick a sample statement of work, for example, from the SOW Sioux library, um, add what look like maybe suitable solutions from the hallway. Uh, you could put helpful articles in there. You can even put in like to-do items and events and stuff. So it's, so it's actually very customizable. Right. So you can use it as like a little your little personal toolkit. Right. Yes. We do know this is going to continue to expand a little bit right now. There are some places where it looks a little bit like, you know, it's kind of like your first apartment after you graduate from college. (laughs) You can can tell (laughs) it's a little bit more sparsely furnished than it ultimately is going to be. But the bones are there and and they look good. And it'll be exciting to see how this continues to morph and expand, particularly as the hallway leads that have been assigned. They start digging their teeth into expanding the offerings that they've been tasked with curating. Right. And so. this is just going to be such a big deal for the next year or so. Half of the battle is getting like the structure right. And, and I think they've done a really good job of that. So it was pretty kind of exciting to see. I'm glad they gave us access to it as well. So yeah. anyway. All right. Well, that is all from me and Bill for this week. If you are a government agency subscriber to the Virtual Acquisition Office website, you can find links to this week's headlines for further reading on VAO on the same page where you downloaded this podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Join us again for the next Daily News podcast on February 19th. Goodbye. <laughs>